Drop the subject. We're here now and we're live. Maybe. Great. Off to a great start. We are live. That is proof. We are here. We are in the flesh. And uh, this is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie Johnson. I am joined usually Monday through Thursday with Kevin Klein, but on Fridays it is a very special day because I'm joined by my bisexual friend, uh, Clayton Ferris, or pansexual friend. I'm all the things. You're all the things. How you doing, Allie Johnson? I'm doing. I'm doing fantastic. There's a. It's a holiday. It's Good Friday. It's a. It's a double holiday weekend. It's Easter and it's 4:20. So happy 4:20 Eve to Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, people are already celebrating with mistletoe and you know putting trees under the tree and it is also that glorious time of year where it's not just Santa eating cookies. No. So it's a very nice time, um, but. I don't know if you know this, Clayton. I know you've only been on the radio with us for a short time, but uh, can you tell? <laughs> I, I need your approval. Mm, I received an email from the higher ups here at Channel Q, letting us know, reminding us all. It's a yearly reminder that the FCC, who we we listen to all the time because they they're the ones who can sue us and or not sue us but fine us if we say things we're not supposed to say um reminding us that during this lovely festive time of year we cannot advertise or promote the manufacturing importing possession use or distribution of marijuana under any circumstances mm. okay. fun 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 uh so i figured why don't we take a moment i know that 420 and weed is celebrated here in California a lot. Um, but maybe it's time to remind people when marijuana could go bad, when it could really not do you any favors. So I'm going to tell you about some of the dangers of marijuana. I'm not going to say that these apply to me because it would be illegal to say that. Yes. That I am using marijuana and that these horrible things have happened to me. So I have never used, seen, smelled, <laughs> thought about dreamed about or ordered or eaten marijuana yep there we go uh muller you can do a report on it um i did not collude with (laughs) with marijuana marijuana. okay (laughs) so for example when you want to remember important life events say like your own wedding Weed can get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. So that's something to look out for. Even sometimes you might get to the point where you combine your own memories with popular movies. Yeah. Has that ever happened to anyone you know, Clayton? Because that's happened to someone I know where they were like, God, remember that time I was dancing with Ryan Gosling in the sky? And it's like, no, that wasn't you. That That was Emma Stone. (laughs) And that was La La Land. That Yeah, that happens. Uh, It also happened, you know, when someone's like, hey, have... I went and saw this. I went and saw La La Land the other day, and you're like, "Yeah, I know. I saw it with right, you." Right? Exactly. <laughs> See, and that but could be a byproduct of marijuana, mm-hmm. forgetting who you're seeing movies with. Yep, and forgetting the movies entirely, and it, then watching the movie over again, and not realizing that you've already seen it. Mm-hmm. That's something that could happen. Uh, other things that could happen: you could possibly sell things that you love to buy more weed. Like a really nice 12-string guitar that you got for your 18th birthday, and then you uh, pawned it to buy an eighth. And then you may or may not have smoked it all in one night. So that is another bad thing that could possibly happen. Uh, Yeah, that's a dumb thing. Don't do it. (laughs) 
Don't sell your goods. I will say that marijuana is bad for couples arguments as well. Uh, for example, if you're in a situation where one person in the couple is saying, you never clean the house. And then you say, yes, I do. And they're like, when's the last time you clean the house? And you're like, last time Bob's Burgers was on. And that's kind of all you can say. You're going to lose that argument because your memory has failed you because of your marijuana use. Right. It's not good for you if you're trying to go on a diet because yep, your your intake of very true, very Girl true. Scout cookies, Samoa specifically put in the fridge. Mm-hmm. It, that, it's, oh, so fridge, not freezer. Fridge. I'm Thin a, mints or freezer. Thin mints, freezer, Samoa's fridge. <laughs> Period. That's the laws of the land. Okay, got it. But no other Girl Scout cookies get that treatment. The other ones are no. not worth refrigerating or if freezing. If anyone so dares as put a tray foil in a cold storage in unit. In an icebox? Get out of my be face. Be gone. <laughs> so there you go. There are some of the... Uh, the were some of the uh, disclaimers to marijuana use, and it could not all be good. That's the thing, is that FCC does not want us saying, hey, everyone smoke up, it's so great. There's a lot of bad things that could happen. Uh, also, marijuana um, edible ER trips are on the rise, yes. things like that. So now that you've heard that nice disclaimer, let's talk about all the fun things you can enjoy this weekend. We may not be able to advertise weed, but every other company in America can. And there are many deals and specials that you could take advantage of this year um 420 this 420 tomorrow will be the biggest is set to be the biggest sales day in 420 history pot stocks are soaring they are uh, continuing to soar as the years go on uh, marijuana sales and growth are up 35 percent this year so those are some of the you know they're seeing a big influx and it's just going to continue to get higher and higher as america gets higher and higher Carl's um, Jr., you know, is testing out the weed burger. I think that these companies, and, and after we take a break, I want to ask you some of these companies, because there are companies that are doing Easter sales, and there are companies who are doing 420 sales. Everybody mm. likes to use holidays to promote their businesses and get the word out. And uh, I want, I'm going to give you a company name, and then I want you to guess whether they are doing a 420 promotion or an Easter promotion, or maybe both. Great. Um but I think that the companies that end up doing a 420 or CBD promotions, it's like you get a point in the cool club. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, we're down with it. It's we're, like you're we're cool. Yeah, you're stepping out. You're dipping your toe in that market. And it, it gives you cool points. It, it kind of puts you ahead of the pack as these companies, as people's my, opinions about marijuana change. Yeah. I think that it's in similar in a similar fashion what people do with gay commercials mm -hmm. and gay magazine covers and things like that. You want to make a statement about your company's values right. in your marketing. Well, But it's not to say that everyone's like, we love weed. Like this company has always loved weed from the beginning or this company has always been gay friendly from the beginning. It's like because it's trendy now yeah. to be accepting or to be like 420 friendly. Now everybody's like, uh, yeah, you can get this free side of fries with this on only on 420 because we're cool we're with it yeah didn't jack in the box do this like a while ago they just didn't call it like they, they weren't specific they called it like the late night munchy menu i mean hello <laughs> i mean if you're using buzzwords like munchy like munchy late yep. night mm -hmm. you know if there's that one sober person who's like i have the munchies for absolutely no reason yeah and they're like this putting chicken nuggets in a frosty or whatever <laughs> yeah i mean there are some things like the, that the stone like some 
specific foods that the stoner community just loves. And and some of those companies are finally starting to get down with that. Like Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, and things like that. So I, I think that... Another one, and I mean, for if we're going to segue here from marijuana, uh, the drinking community, I don't know if you use this, but every time I have a night of drinking, I'm always using Pedialyte as my hangover cure. I've heard this for years. I've never tried it. It's amazing. Really? Yes. It is 100% amazing, and it cures my... Because it has it's it, it has a bunch of nutrients and electrolyte and stuff to, to that they usually give to... T- toddlers and babies. So you drink it the next day or the night before? You drink it the next day. Okay. And uh, and it's widely known as a great hangover cure and a lot of... Uh, when I went to a, a birthday party a little while ago, people had... Um, Pedialyte popsicles that they had made. Wow! People were making Pedialyte cocktails in the morning. I mean, mm. it's become a very big thing. It's that a was thing. like it was yeah, it was being used all weekend long, and it on, honestly did help everybody uh, to kind of rally and can, yeah, continue on that, the weekend. But I don't know if Pedialyte <clears throat> is necessarily like yeah, we're the hangover cure. I think they're starting. But they're they starting were, to yeah, if they were going to be like one of these cool brands getting ahead of the thing, they should have like a version of the Pedialyte that's yeah. directly marketed to well, alcoholics. So I I was thinking this, and then when I went to Vegas. I walked outside of a casino and there was a lady that was giving out free packets of Pedialyte. Mm. And I was like, there you go. They're you finally, go. and it said, it, it said adult Pedialyte on it. I was like, all right, so there you go. And that, so that's, that's the point that I'm making is that whether it's weed or alcohol or whatever it is, if people, I mean, people are always going to be consuming things and then they're going to have their go-tos. And as a company, if you're like resisting against that and being like, no, 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 it's, I mean, it's to your benefit to just get on board and that's that's who you are. It's like Subaru getting on board with the, that lesbians love Subarus. It's mm-hmm. like, just embrace it. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. <laughs> we have a lot of things to look forward to on the show today. Coming to terms, we did not get to that last week. Um, there are all kinds of new sexual identities and non-identities in this community. LGBTQAI plus question mark. There's a lot of new ones out there. So we break them down Sesame Street style with coming to terms. I believe this week coming to terms is brought to you by the letter A. Uh-huh. So we will get to that. And we also have a guest on the show today, Felix Cartal, who uh, we play his music on the station. He's a very talented DJ. We will be uh, joined with him in the studio. And then musical theater we did not get to yesterday. We will announce our gayest news headline of the week and a lot more. So stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. No, stay, stay, stay. <laughs> it has dropped the subject. You are listening to it right now, and can you can, can you can continue to listen to it. Please don't go anywhere. Stick around with us. I'm Allie Johnson. Clayton Ferris is here with me on this lovely, warm, beautiful Friday by day, mm. kicking off a holiday weekend. You know, we also got another email saying that everyone could take off at 1230 today, so... We have six more minutes, everyone, and then we're out of here. No, we will continue to spend the entirety of the show with you. Um, I don't know, uh, Clayton, if you have ever spent a 420 weekend in San Francisco area, up in the Bay Area by chance. 
Mm, I don't know either. No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know where I was. Uh, it is the closest thing to a zombie apocalypse I have ever seen. Driving through the hate and just seeing a bunch of stoned people slowly crossing the street, <laughs> jaywalking, just being like, yeah, and there's like smoke everywhere. I mean, it really does look like the apocalypse yeah. um, on 420. So uh, if you are in that area, I would be aware or at least use it for uh, maybe some survival skill practice or something like that. <laughs> I'm noticing, Clayton, that you have a giant bottle of a mysterious substance sitting in front of you, and I would like to know, what what the hell is that? Is that like some kind of energy shot thing? It, okay, so I was at a friend's house last night, and they were like, hey, we got you something. I was like, what is it? And they handed me this thing called Buckshot. And basically, it's supposed. It's I can't say the B word, but it's a it's an erection drink. Oh, oh! <laughs> why would they give that to you now? You know, because I'm single. It's the weekend. <laughs> hey, you need erections, right? Here's a bottle. Like, or maybe they're like, hey, you look like you're old. You're getting to that age where you need some help. It looks like your prostate is withering. You might need a little something to give you a boost into the weekend. And you know what I said? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take I'll it. I'll take it. You mean free is free, right? Look, free is free, and anything that's given to me free, I will I mean, consume. Here you go. So there is a bald, tattooed man on the front of this. I would say this this uh, mascot on the cover of this bottle looks like a gay man, possibly a daddy. Uh, that's Buck Angel. Oh, that's actually Buck Angel, yeah, the one who made this bottle. Yeah, but Buck Angel is a trans man. <laughs> that would be a much better name. I'm a butt angel, and I'm making this drink for all of you. Enhancement and energy drink, I see. So take one serving every 72 hours, drink eight glasses of water daily during use, wow. and do not exceed recommended dosage. So I think you drink a whole thing of this, chase it with a glass of water, and you're good to go all day long. Do yep. not use, here's a warning, this is what I love, do not use if you are at risk for or are being treated for high blood pressure. Oh, okay. Thyroids and all that stuff. That's bad. Do not use if you have a medical condition and consult your doctor before using this. So, um, this sounds intense. Have you ever taken anything like this? Have you ever taken Viagra or anything I, like I that? I have taken a Viagra before. Oh, and how was that? Um, it was good. I yeah. mean, I took it during a sex capade. Uh huh. And it works, it does the job, but. What it does is it make because it's making your like blood vessels kind of like widen and blood flow more. Yeah. It actually does that in your like nasal passage too, so it makes you congested. Oh. So the first time I took it, I remember like I after you know the wild times happened, I couldn't sleep, and I was like because I was like because I felt congested the whole time. But then during during there, you're not even thinking about that. Okay, so but then it, but are you congested during? Because I would imagine if it, you are a top, that would be a drippage situation, and it being a that, bottom is better in that scenario. The way that it affected me was it didn't, nothing happened while I was like on it and like utilizing the, the Viagra. It was the, it was the side it effects was after the fact. Yeah, it was like a couple hours afterwards where I was like, what's going on with my nose? It's like stuffed up. So then are you excited? Are you going to try this? Can we give you a little now and see if you get any yeah. any effects of it? Let's see if this energy drink. I mean, we've got, a, we've got a guest coming in. We've got a really 
really excited, action-packed show, and it would be great to just add this whole layer of excitement. Oh, you're drinking it. Okay, we're drinking it already. And Clayton is drinking. Okay, so you've got half the bottle down the down the. I drank half the bottle. Okay, cool. And you've got a nice thing of water right next to you, so you can we can wash <laughs> it down. And I'm really interested in uh, whether or not you are going to see the effects of this, even just sitting here in the room with me. Where I mean, I know that you are attracted to women. I don't know if you're very attracted to me. I don't know if I'm going to help you in well, this you scenario. Well, you do have a your shirt very super V'd. You're Thank wearing, you. You're wearing a deep V here. I am. Yeah, this is kind of a plunging neckline, isn't it? <laughs> I actually was not planning on doing that. I think I just was rushing out of the house and forgot to button all the buttons. Can I talk about your shirt real quick? You may talk about I my know shirt. That, that we're on the radio, but if you're listening, she is wearing what I would consider like the perfect combination of like... Feminine and masculinity rammed into one. It is a a lace flannel. It's a classic lesbian flannel Mm -hmm. with like a beautiful lace shoulder. (laughs) It's very feminine flannel colors. So it's kind of a rose and light blue and beige. And then it's got some white lace on it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's telling a good deep story. I'm learning a lot about you here. I could be your flannel. I'm seeing from me. My seeing your mini sides. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. How much time do we have, Justin? Do we have to go? Okay. We have one minute, so we're not going to have time to get into this now. I'm going to give you ne- when we get back from the next break. I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to give you some of these companies, and I just want you to guess whether they're doing 4:20 or uh, Easter sales. I'll just give you one for right now. Okay. Just to start. I feel like this this drink has given me a already. Pe- it's given me a pep in my step. I want some. Can I take some? Take some. All right, I'm gonna take oh some. my god! So All here right. we go. Yeah. At what if you get a full erection? Mm. Um. <laughs> oh my god! Is it gross? Yeah. Oh no! That is that alcohol in that? No. That Honest- is a strong. Honestly. I'm so used to drinking like oh. dirt and green juice and stuff. This tastes good to me. <laughs> like, this is way better than those paleo puffs. Because I was reading about the, this drink earlier and people were saying how it tastes disgusting. And I was well, like, they're right. It didn't taste oh, bad to me. Oh, that's terrible. All right. Well, then, I mean, you've got interesting t- taste buds there. <laughs> uh, David's Cookies. What do you think, Clayton? David's Cookies. That is the company. And you must guess if it's 420 sale or Easter sale. Well, what I know about Easter, I don't think there's oh. a David. I don't think there's a David involved in the Easter holiday. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say I do know the David who does teas. I don't know the David who does cookies. I know David and Goliath. That's a Bible story. <laughs> true. Yep, that's true. Um, well, this is Easter related. Enter this coupon code to get 15% off any order at David's Cookies. So I actually would have thought that was 420, but no, it is it is uh, Easter. That is an Easter deal, and there are many more on this list. So um, we're going to see. I, I'm feeling energetic already, even though my I also feel like throwing up. So there's a lot of interesting things happen. Stick around. We're getting into more of the show after this. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel. Here is Allie. Clayton. Hi, Allie. We are high on, what is it? Buckshot, Buckshot juice? Buckshot juice. <laughs> it is made for men and and people who need a little more excitement in their sex lives. It has a lot of caffeine in it. Uh, we've, we've both partaken. 
And uh, we'll see how the next hour and a half goes it's, on this show. It should is, be very exciting. Is 200 milligrams of caffeine a lot? I think, yeah. Okay. I think when you reach the hundreds of any milligram, it's a lot. Okay. Um, okay, we have to get to the rest of this game. And then I want to ask you about, you You are on a new dating app. Is yes. that correct? Uh, so I want it, to, it's fascinating because it is all gender flu or uh, sexual fluidity based. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to see more apps like that. And that will be a perfect segue to get to coming uh, coming to terms where we have an AZ list of sexualities and we go through them and break them down to you Sesame Street style and this week is brought to you by the letter A but mm. first I must ask you Clayton mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a company name and then you have to guess whether it is 420 if they're doing a 420 sale or an Easter sale here is your next one okay I'm ready yeah yeah Lift. Lift. Very familiar with the app. I use it often. Right. <laughs> to go to your hookups that you find on dating apps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, are they running an Easter promotion? Maybe helping people spend time with their families over Easter? Or are they just helping people out who are celebrating 420? That's the question? Yeah. I, I, would, say, I would say that it's about... Uh, it's about 420 because Lyft is promoting, you know, not drinking and driving. So may as well promote not smoking and ah. driving. <laughs> we have several bells here, physical and sound effect related. Yes, you are correct. They are doing a $4.20 discount on rides only in Massachusetts. So for all of our new Boston listeners, oh. this is something you can partake in all weekend long. Now, your next one. Bodybuilding.com. Okay. Maybe helping people get in shape after Easter or during Easter. A lot of candy, a lot of peep eating. I'm going to assume that the bodybuilding thing, like people are jumping on the CBD trend for health you know, health reasons, health vibes. Yep. I've talked to a man who is opening a weed gym. Yep. So a lot of people are all about, you know, you medicating before, during, and after their workouts. So I'm going to assume that bo- that the bodybuilding.com is running a 420 promotion. That is Easter related. Oh. You can use a promo code to get $15 off your entire purchase of $100 at bodybuilding.com. How fun. All right. We're gonna do. If you're just like trying to get some protein, I just need some whey. I need some protein. I need whey, some bro. whey protein. Yeah, right. Walgreens. I love that there's. It's like such a let down. It's just like Walgreens. Walgreens. Like that's the whole question. Um, you know, I think that with the, with. I mean, you make a great point about CBD. This is what gets confusing. You've seen CBD drinks at Whole Foods. I've uh, seen them at Seven Eleven. Yeah, Seven Eleven. Any any store has promotional or CBD infused things now. But also around Easter, a lot of people are getting to Walgreens for photo printouts, Easter pictures, and mm-hmm. things like that. So what do you think? I'm going to say, you know, if you have kids, you have a family, you're doing an Easter basket, you go to Walgreens to get the can- get the eggs and the candy and build a basket. That is correct. Walgreens photo. Reveal a promo code and get 40% off photo cards and gifts. I'll do one more. I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> but it's just because of the buckwheat juice. <laughs> buckwheat. Um, all right. How about Ben and Jerry's? Easy. 420. You're right. Those crazy hippies. <laughs> All right. Ava's Flowers. Ava's Flowers? 
Ava's Flower sounds like a kind of like a really hip weed company. <laughs> like, hi, I'm Ava. Hey, I'm Ava. And these Just are my flowers. You get well. yeah. So I'm gonna say it's 420. Boop! Easter sale. Oh. That was the wrong. That was the wrong. That was the yes. Oh, God. This stuff is really hitting me. All right. We're done with that game now. Very, I don't know how you did. I, I think you did meh. I think I got 50%. So what is the what is the dating app that you're on? What is it called? So I, since I've been coming on Fridays for by, by, Friday by day, I feel like part of my Channel Q experience has been exploring my sexuality in general. Yeah. And it's really been like an opening for me and like it's been a great Hot. thing. Mm-hmm. So recently I was like, you know what? Forget Tinder. Forget these 10 dating apps I'm already Forget on. Forget Grindr. Forget these hookup apps. I'm going to go deep, and I joined this app called Field. And it's F-E-E-L-D. And it's all, of, like, literally, whenever you sign up, it's like you get to pick your sexuality. And then you meet in a field. <laughs> and you meet in a field, and you plow it. <laughs> That's great. I support you, and I would love to just keep tabs on how this is going. Uh, why is it field with two E's? I, don't I feel know. like that's really confusing. So I was actually telling a friend about it, and they were like, "Oh, like playing the field." I get it, but it's yeah, but that's a field, F I E. Yeah. So I don't know, feel like F E E, like to feel something. That's a hidden fee. There's a hidden fee in there. Yeah, there is a fee. Um, so and of course, to be on like the the higher up plan where you get to enjoy all the midvids, you have to pay. <laughs> so what 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 is different about this app? Then? So honestly, just like if you go to like it's just feels it feels so progressive and like kind of like more now. Like if you go even if you go to like an app like Grinder or whatever Tinder, like you can be like bisexual, straight, or gay. Or that's oh, okay. So there are more options there on this m- one. It's more about mm-hmm. you. Your identity is what's leading the dating profile rather than just the fact that you. No, meet. no. Like I mean, I just think that it's more. It's more like fluidity. Like there's tons of people that are on there that are pansexual. There's tons of people. Like there's this thing I'm hearing called heteroflexible, homoflexible, heteroflexible. Yeah, I like, don't think that's on here yeah, on that's, this list. This list might be old. I mean, there's <gasps> like. People are identifying as demisexual. Like there's so- demisexual, I've heard of because yeah. demisexual is when you can only hook up with somebody if you are emotionally attached to them. Like it's about the soul connection and the relationship you have to that person, rather than whether what gender they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so there's all these di- there. there it just seems like you can be more yourself. And if you're coming into this app, you're coming in. You don't, you're coming in kind of like out of the closet as someone who's not like one way or the other. You know what I mean? It's like so. How many options are there to pick from? I mean, there were. Or do you just enter whatever you want? <clears throat> you I mean, you have to do some blank fill in at that point if well, there's that many options. There's a lot of options, and you know, most like here, you know, people just identify. I don't know. There were maybe like twenty, twenty five. <laughs> there's going to be more. I'm but, telling you. But then you could pick like your interest, and you could be very specific about what you're looking for. And I just think that like like I'm not encouraging people to go out there and be like sleep around but you know in a safe way if you're looking to explore sexuality it's a great this is a good app it's to a use. good app to use and you can be specific like you know you want to be or completely unspecific which is the new <clears throat> thing specific. too it's unspecific just to be like I'm, I'm no identity at all I identify as a clear window <laughs> <laughs> just a sky of nothing that is my identity all right well that is a perfect segue 
uh, to coming to terms where uh, we go through some of these sexual identities because there are a lot of them and they're obviously this is a perfect example with this app there are new sexual identities every single day it's impossible to keep up so we break all of this down Sesame Street style uh, I love this song just takes me back doesn't it you know this week Coming to Terms is brought to you by the letter A. There are several sexual identities under the letter A, so let's break some of them down. A. Number one, abrosexual. <laughs> Abra. It's people who just like to say Abra and then do it in a field. <laughs> now, abrosexuality is described as an individual who experiences their sexuality changes frequently. Mm. So it can fluctuate between different sexualities often. So I know that last time we did Coming to Terms, you switched over from bisexual to pansexual. Now are you an abrosexual? Because this, is, this explains you to a T. This is the problem. You change. This is the problem with all these new sexualities. Come, it's kind of like someone getting on WebMD and kind of thinking that they have every disease. Totally. Like every time I hear about a new sexuality, like, I'm, I'm like, too. wait, that's me. Right. And so, I think that now people are going to start identifying as more than one thing. Right. Like, I'm bisexual and pansexual and abrasexual and everything else and everything in between. All right. I do, But I do think that abrosexual is actually about, like, gym bros, you know? Just guys who are like, hey, bro, you want to get sexual? <laughs> you want to get sexual? Because I'm an abrosexual and so are you. <laughs> want to meet in field? Want to meet in a field? All right. Androgynosexual. Androgynosexual. The, if any of the characters on Sesame Street had to spell this out, it would take them a very long time. An androgynosexual describes a person who is sexually attracted to men and women, particularly those of an androgynous appearance. Mm. So, you like any gender, but you kind of like the androgynous look, regardless of what their gender identity is. Very interesting. That is interesting. It just feels, that one feels a little, uh, not to judge anyone's, you better not sexuality. You better but not feels, shut this microphone off right it now. It feels so specific because that almost feels like it's just like a type. It's more like a type. Like you're like I like brunettes or something. Yeah, right. yeah. I like. Yeah, I mean, my I have a friend who. Oh, we have to go. Okay, I have a friend who uh, quickly is. Uh, she identifies as bisexual, and the women that she dates, though, if she when she dates women, are very androgynous women. Mm-hmm. So she likes men, and she likes very androgynous women. Uh, me, on the other hand, I identify as a lesbian, and I, I, I most of the time, and I'm attracted to feminine-looking women. Okay, is I've it gone a little androgynous? Is but, it PC to say lipstick lesbian anymore? Can you? I say mean, that? I think so. When we <laughs> just we just went to Clexicon this last weekend in Vegas, and uh, Katie, my wife, looked like a lipstick lesbian. I mean, I. I think that for the most part, Katie and I look pretty gay, uh-huh. um, but she was the straightest looking person in that convention. Wow. She was the only person wearing bright red lipstick, mm. and uh, she wasn't wearing heels. So, I don't think anybody was. So but, she literally was a lipstick lesbian yeah, because she had on Because she had lipstick. on lipstick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, one more, and then we got to go. Uh, aromantic. Aromantic. Can I get the Sesame Street to bring us out of this, Justin? Aromantic. A person who is aromantic does not experience romantic attraction. This person does not have to identify as asexual and they still may experience sensual and aesthetic attraction. I am confused. So, let me get this straight. An aromantic is someone who likes to have sex but does not feel romantic attraction. 
attraction right with okay person. so they only experience sexual desire and they don't experience romantic desire oh my god i think i'm that too <laughs> All right, so if you're keeping tabs at home, Clayton is now bisexual, pansexual, abrosexual, and aromantic. And when we do the next coming of terms, who uh, coming to terms, who knows which ones we're going to add? It's always very <laughs> exciting. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you share this with your folks at home, okay? Yay. Spread the love. We will be back with more show after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Thank you for hanging with us on this fine Friday by day. Good Friday, 420 Eve. It's a double holiday weekend. Coming to work was a dream this morning, by the way. Between Coachella Weekend 2, 420, and Good Friday holiday, Easter holiday weekend. Ooh, flew on. Yeah. I flew. Flew here. That's where there was no traffic. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, So... We have a whole other hour of goodness to get to, but um, I'm feeling things from this bottle of <laughs> Jack Fuel or whatever it's called. Buckshot. Buckshot. Uh, if you are just tuning in, Clayton and I split a bottle of this mystery fuel that a friend gave to Clayton, and it's supposed to give a male um, pleasures, it's supposed to help with things in the bedroom it's supposed to give you and uh, the ability to maintain an erection is that correct i mean honestly literally what it touts is just like this gives you an erection right <laughs> so very to the point it doesn't say uh, you're gonna feel more sensual or anything it's just like and i don't feel very sensual or aroused but i feel really just like jacked up like i, mean, I just feel really you know like <laughs> i feel jacked up too. you know and i don't know if you are feeling anything physical from this I mean, I, I think I am actually. You really? Yeah. Okay, so there's something that's there's starting something to happen. Happening, and I don't. I think if I was in a, if I was had the opportunity to, you know, be with a lover at mm-hmm. this moment, it would go well. It would go well. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of empty studios. You never know. That's what could happen. true. All right. But we are on on the clock. We are. Yes, we are at work. We must maintain our our professionalism. Yeah. News it or lose it. Here we go. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. (laughs) All right, I'm going to give some headlines to you. You decide what we news. The things we news, we will break down at the top of the next hour. And the things that we lose, we will never speak of again. Here is your first headline. Great. Uh, All right, paddleboarder guilty of assaulting surfer in wave dispute. Mm, not interested. You know, I think it's interesting that paddleboarders and surfers have such a problem with one another and that they're willing to assault each other over waves. <clears throat> Seems like a uh, de- definitely a, a very specific problem to have, but I don't think that you and I or a lot of the listeners could relate to this, so yes, but I agree. I will say surfers are kind of like bicyclists. Like bicyclists, you know, they demand the road. They own the road. Right. And that's how surfers are with waves. <laughs> right. And then the scooters are just coming in being like, hey, we own the road too. And the bicyclists are like, get the hell out of here. All right. Headline number two. Study finds gluten-free foods pretty much contain gluten. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, a lot of gluten-free need, foods have gluten in them. I need to know this because I go around spouting gluten-free nonsense on the daily. Yeah. Well, apparently a lot of the foods that we are eating that are quote-unquote gluten-free are not. So I think it's important <sighs> we break that is, down. This is going to spin a lot of people out, out of control. Yeah. I think that everyone's going to freak out. Um, I got to go to a Pilates class and think about this. <laughs> All right. Headline number three. Oprah will not spend money on avocados. <laughs> I already know this story, so I <laughs> I follow everything Oprah. It's, really? Yeah, it's because she was trying to relate to people, but it's like she has an avocado like orchard, so that's oh, why. So that's she, why she doesn't spend money. Yeah, she can get them for free from her orchard. Yeah, and and you're like, not everyone has an avocado orchard, Oprah. Yeah, and those require a lot of maintenance. Yeah, I pro- would imagine. <laughs> yes. I don't pay for avocados. I pay my workers to make me avocados. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right, so we can lose that. Seems like we know everything we need to know there. And finally, California bans Easter Bunny impulse buying to protect abandoned rabbits. What? Yeah. You want to know more? Because I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. A lot of people are impulse buying bunnies this time of year. I didn't know that was a growing problem, but California has now come up with a a solution for it. So we will dive into all of that stuff. We must take a break. We'll break down these news headlines when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Ah, yes, and we need you here with us here at Drop the Subject. Thank you for hanging out with us at We Are Channel Q. Uh, That's where you can follow the station, at We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram. We are giving everyone a voice, and it has been a pleasure hanging out with you today. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is here with me and queer with me. You identify as queer, right? Yeah, queer that's, makes the sense. Blanket, that's the blanket term, right? Yeah, well, you know, there's uh, somebody who is trying to campaign for all of the letters in LGBTQ plus to go away except for the Q. Mm, that would be an interesting take on Just it. Just let's go to one. Yeah, because it's it's going to be hard eventually to memorize the letters in order. Yeah. <laughs> if there's like hundreds of them. It's going to be them. like you're going to have to invent a song that helps you, right. you know, like, uh, like Alabama it's like and Roy Alaska. G. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona, yeah. Arkansas. Or like the letters on a keyboard and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into News It or Lose It. Okay. I'm ready. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. By the way... Right after this, we will be speaking to Felix Kartal, very successful DJ and songwriter whose music we play here on Channel Q will be joining us. I, I believe he has entered the building, so we will be talking to him next. But first, gluten-free, grain-free, guilt-free, fun-free, whatever you want to call it, the hatred of carbs in this country is at an all-time high. It is real. You're on board with this, Clayton. You hate carbs. They're the devil. They are. Well, it's not, no, it's not carbs. It's gluten. <laughs> I know, but I think a lot of people are still carb yeah. lowing. They're, they're, I think when you generally like get rid of gluten, you are getting rid of like pasta, bread, yeah. which is carbs, right? You're just eating potatoes. Yeah. Right. But you can't actually eat potatoes on a paleo diet, but that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> it has paved the way for the rise of things like the avocado, the potato, the nearly forgotten cauliflower, and even nuts. I feel like we're asking a lot of nuts lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we perform miracles. We're going to turn you into oil and butter and flour and pizza crust and everything that we wish we could have. But now, all of those items that you've been ordering at restaurants that are proudly labeling gluten-free, 
are in fact not so free of gluten, a.k.a. Satan. In fact, 32% of foods labeled gluten-free in any given restaurant, they have gluten. Where, where, like, are we talking about like uh, Olive Garden? <laughs> well, the worst offender, uh, the worst offenders were pizza and pasta. So mm-hmm. yeah, places like I, I mean, they don't mention any specific restaurants in this article because they didn't want to sure. defame anybody specific. But uh, who's surprised that pizza and places and and pasta places have gluten? Wait, I, wait, what? <laughs> you just said pizza and pastas are the worst offenders, but of course those places are gluten. No, but I'm saying those are the worst offenders when it comes to having an item that is gluten-free oh. that they found to have gluten in it. Oh, okay. So that if they have, like like a place like Olive Garden, if they have gluten-free pasta and you get that saying, oh, I'm safe, that's a likely place where they would have traces of gluten in it. Is it because of the other food that they're cooking with? It's usually because of cross-contamination. Yeah. So like at, at restaurants like this, they don't specifically use one pot and pan for mm-hmm. gluten-free stuff. And then, you know, there's gluten this contamination is why it's, all over the damn place. customary at, at restaurants that like at least I go to in L.A. If you say, what's your what are gluten-free options? And they say, is it an allergy or preference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I think that people get put on the spot because they feel bad saying preference. Mm-hmm. I think that they get preference shamed. It is preference shaming. Yeah. I so then you're it. like, oh, well, I just like you don't want to basically admit that you're doing it because you just want to, but, not because it's an allergy. But you're doing it. People do it for many different reasons. You know, like I do it partly because I have psoriasis and it helps with that. But also I just find it's an easy way to like stay thin. It's like if you just cut out gluten, you're not eating things. But you do get you're not. No, you're not eating things. That is like, a great point. If you cut out gluten, you're not you're eating not. things. <laughs> yeah. But I do I do feel the the hard intense pressure shaming. Like people are like allergy, is it an allergy or a preference? Yeah. Because they want to but it's because they don't want to get sued. Sure, That's exactly. the whole reason. And like if you go to one of these places, they say fast casual restaurants were worse off than or they were they were better off than like fast food restaurants. So if you have an actual uh casual restaurant where they offer gluten-free um items then it's more likely to be 100% gluten free than at a fast food place because they just aren't really used to that it's probably going to get better over the next you know <laughs> few years my nose is I'm I having feel... like an allergy attack because oh, no. of this stuff I also feel like the uh, uh, audience is like stop talking about gluten I know um, <laughs> and then evening foods or dinner foods were more gluteny than the breakfast foods oh um, but you know I think that they can get away with this because everyone asking for gluten free stuff isn't really alert I mean, there are some people that have gluten allergies. I just have general allergies, which is why I'm scratching my face off right now. But um, very few people have actually like celiacs. And that's sure. when you when you actually ingest it, you are going to get sick. Yes. All right. Rabbits. They're delicious. No, I, I mean, they're adorable. <laughs> they make wonderful pets. And just like the growing trend of naming your kids Game of Thrones characters, people are adopting cute little cuddly bunnies around Easter time. And it's not all fun and bunny poop. You think, oh, this is so fun. I'm just going to get a cute, cuddly little bunny and it's just like the keychain. No, they are a lot of work. Um, Once Easter goes away, you realize these things are a mess. They're really hard to manage. Uh, They're kind of expensive because you got to feed them like really good fruits or vegetables and that can be pricey. Uh, Cleaning their cage really sucks. And your kids, you know, soon like they're going to love it for a few days and then a new unboxing video gets posted on YouTube and they're like, ship gone. Yeah. 
Here's so, the thing. You should not be impulse buying pets. You know what I mean? Because at some, you, if you buy a pet, you're going to have that pet for at least 10 years. I just love, like, usually someone's like, oh, yeah, this dress was an impulse buy. And I just love someone holding a bunny being like, oh, yeah, impulse buy. I was at the Silver Lake Reservoir. And if you don't know, Silver Lake is like the super hipster part of Los Angeles. And someone had a bunny. On a leash? On a leash. Yes. Which was cool, I guess. But I'm also like... That bunny does not want to be on a leash. You know, like bunnies aren't as domesticated as dogs. Like, dogs are cats. And cats on leashes? Come on. Okay, I've put my cat on a leash several times. Don't you even go there. Did it not freak out? Uh, No, she really loves it because she likes being outside and I can't let her be outside anymore. So taking her out on a leash. I mean, no, she doesn't like a leash, but she likes being outside. She likes getting a little exercise. I also saw a mini pig on a leash one time and that was the best day of my life. Yeah. Uh, She was super rude about me petting the mini pig, though, which I thought was BS because I was like, you have a tiny pig on a leash. You don't go parading a tiny pig out in public. And, not and then you're like, no, pictures. I'm sorry. Like, it has an I'm working vest on. It's like, no. <laughs> oh, was it a. No, no, it wasn't oh. <laughs> <laughs> at a support no. animal. Um, anyway, every year, shelters gear up for the influx of rejected bunnies. <laughs> Because people will, it's not really funny. It's people, sad. people will bring them to shelters and be like, "We can't handle this anymore." Or sometimes they'll just put the bunny outside. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> close the door and walk away, and leaving them to figure the whole world out for themselves. And I guess it's gotten so bad that California placed a ban on the commercial sale of rabbits, and this went into effect in January, along with the banning of like you know commercial sale of dogs and cats, because now you can only go to like shelters and rescues in order to get cats and dogs. Oh, good. Um, so, I mean, they, they say that it's just as much of a responsibility as a dog, which is a lot Having for a, a rabbit. tiny rabbit. Yeah. Except, you like, just know you're not going to get, like, the same love from a rabbit that you do from a dog, right? Yeah. That's my assumption. No, they just, like, move their noses around. <laughs> right. And, like, eat... eat Weird pellets. And they have like red eyes that'll look at you and haunt you in the night. Um, Also around Easter, people impulse buy chicks and ducks. No, that's horrible. (laughs) You just see a peep and you're like, oh, that reminds me. I should impulse buy a dozen chicks. Oh, God. People are putting ducks on leashes out there. This isn't friends. Okay. You can't just own wild animals and keep them in your apartment and it's all fun. No. No. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. And that's what was happening around Game of Thrones. People were trying to buy... um, Dragons? They were trying to buy dragons. (laughs) And now everyone has giant fire-breathing dragons in their houses. It's really... No. They were buying uh, those wolf-type dogs because of the dire wolves in Game of Thrones. They were like, why don't I get a wolf-dog hybrid? And then they're like, this thing is really unruly. And it's like, yeah, it's a part wolf. These people should come to my neighborhood and just pick up these dogs running around. They're called coyotes. And there's plenty, okay, they're there's, real friendly now. They're real friendly and they need someone to love them. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Think about that over this Easter Sunday. If you have the impulse to buy a bunny, a duck, or a chick, or a peep, don't do it. Uh, Felix Cartal is on with us next, so stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson here. Clayton Ferris is next to me. And next to Clayton, Felix Cartal is on the show. Welcome, Felix. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, (laughs) Felix is uh, 
uh, is the proud creator of the song you just heard, a song that we play regularly on Channel Q. It's it's very loved by our community. Something so th- I like to call a banger. <laughs> is that a is that a term? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a term. That's a term. I, I'll take that as a compliment. For it sure. is a compliment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you are performing tonight in L. A. at the Academy Nightclub. Tomorrow in Portland for 4:20. I cannot imagine a more fun evening. Have you ever performed on 4:20 before? I don't know. I'm worried. Is anyone even going to remember the show? That's the thing. Is I don't. No, they're gonna be like, I did this thing with this. I did. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I was out last night. I think it was a good time. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, it, your shows obviously get crazy anyway, just because of the genre of music that you're in. Yeah, lots of bangers. There are a lot of bangers, <laughs> and uh, I don't claim to be cool or know a lot about <laughs> nightclubbing um, because I'm kind of a nerd in that way. But I can imagine that uh, there's a lot of weed smoking in general at your shows. Yeah, it's you know I think it's one of the uh, the. It's paired the, with the pairs nicely that with make when they go out. <laughs> right, but I mean, <laughs> what's probably nice about that is uh, if people are under the influence of the marijuana at your show, they probably don't even they're too lazy to get their phones out, so they're actually just there enjoying True. the show, right? Yeah, that is a little bit annoying sometimes when everyone in the front row is just like. Just like phones, feel in your like face. you're in a cage a little bit or something well, like a, at the it, zoo. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. It, I'm sure that it's really frustrating. It's gotten worse over the years. But what do you think about how people? I think a lot of artists are trying to now get in front of it and yeah. be like, "All right, put your phones away," True. or "Hey, I'm going to play this one song that everyone's going to get their phones out anyway. So let's yeah. just get it over with and get it done." Yeah, I mean, I think it's smart. Um, I don't know. It's like. But then I don't want to be that guy too to be like you should experience it how you want to experience it. Yeah, especially if you want to remember it. Like I don't sometimes know. it feels like that's just how things are now. Like these, that's yeah. like it's just how it is. We we're not going to go back to the days pre cell phones. So no. right, we kind of need to shift with the time. Yes. I think if we went back to lighters at this point, it would just be dangerous. <laughs> I don't think especially anyone especially would... on four twenty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I guess the whole thing would just explode. I do have a question about how house. You would say that your music is house music. How would you kind of identify? How does your yeah. house, how does your music identify? <laughs> uh, my it's, uh, it identifies as uh, I, I like pop house, I guess, or like commercial house music, I guess. Okay, I would say. But you, I mean, I was. Looking at some of your influences and what is it what is this it's simpson like there's a specific music genre for the simps for simpsons music oh, so there's this there's this youtube channel and it's called like simpsons wave and what they do is they make these weird sort of i don't know like almost sounds like bad like 80s sort of production and horrible but they like sync it to simpsons visuals that are all like warped and trippy and see that i can get down 20 friendly as well <laughs> <laughs> that's not surprising yeah but they're yeah. like have like one hour mixes and they're just great that is amazing yeah. um well i i think that you i mean you collaborate with people all the time that's something that you yeah. are doing on a regular basis is that something that i mean as as an artist, are you sometimes like, all right, this one I want to just do on my own, or that you have like a running list of people you want to collaborate with, and you just keep going through that list? Yeah, I mean, as a dance artist, I have the flexibility to sort of do some more instrumental tracks if I want, which is nice. So I don't always have to, you know, find a vocalist. But a lot of time, you know, I'm trying. I'm not a singer, so but I like to write vocals. So writing with someone who's more talented singing than me is always a pleasure. And then. Yeah, it's fun to just... It's, I feel like I'm in a new band every song yeah. in a weird way, which is kind of cool. Well, and it's probably a, a nice uh, 
compliment for you that that so many people want to collaborate with you you know that you're I mean if, if it's like you're a DJ and then no one wants to work with you it's like okay I'm obviously not fun <laughs> to work with but I mean you just have this list of all these people that want to do sh- stuff with you and that's I mean like that means you're a cool person <laughs> yeah it's taken some time to get to the point <laughs> where uh, people want to work with me but it's definitely uh, very flattering at this point I was stalking <laughs> your Twitter as I often do and I saw that you have one person uh, Britney Spears that you really want to collaborate with one yeah. day. How can we make this happen? I don't know. I I've, I've keep sending my like army trying to make it happen. Yeah. I did a post on my Instagram and I think we had like 500 tags of her and oh, just nothing. Nothing. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. I, so, but I've never seen I've never actually seen her feature on a dance track, so that's part of why I want to do it cuz yeah. like it would be so cool. It'd be like the first time she's done that. But But, but I, what's nice about what you do too is you can take any song that you love and you can adapt it and remix it. True. But I want the real. The you real, want the real collaboration, song, yeah. Not just like a remix that's going to go in a spin class. <laughs> yeah, right. Have I mean, you I'm, ever... I'm glad to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know as somebody who does. I mean, I I do do spin on a regular basis now, which I never thought that I would ever say out loud. But um, it's it that's it's always remixes of like yeah. any song. It's just like remix. Yeah. For spin class, and that's what it the is. Bang, you need the banger. I need version. the banger yeah. version. Exactly. Well, that's become a whole genre. The spin class genre. Really? Right? No, I mean we're making well, it into I, one. I feel like the spin class teachers are like the new DJs now. Yeah, because people are like, oh, I go to this teacher because he's got the best taste in music. I'm like, isn't this just like a bike class? Right. Yeah. But they're in, but they're also <laughs> introducing people to new music. Totally. Yeah. No, I, I like I I did a Soul Cycle last time I was in New York and. It was my friend's recommendation. I was like, this is, it's awesome. Yeah. It's super fun. You are based in Vancouver still, correct? Correct. And uh, I mean, you're touring in a lot of places in the US, but we were just off the air talking about uh, how amazing it is to live in Vancouver and uh, talking about when people hike here in LA, they're hiking just to watch themselves hiking. And you're <laughs> saying, when we, when I see people hiking in LA, I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> and they should go to Vancouver to actually get a real nature experience, right? Yeah, and my mom will hate me for this because I don't even do the proper hikes in Vancouver. I'm doing like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, your hike was only four hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is a proper height? Like sum- summoning like a, nine, a mountain? Like an eight hour? Yeah, like an eight hour. Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah. So I thought that I, w- I thought that I was the gayest of the gay because I went to Vegas this last weekend and left the strip to go on a hike. Like I, I went on like a five hour hike in Red Rock in yeah. Vegas, and I was that like, must have been this. So hot though. It was no, it was actually I guess really this time nice. Of year, yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. I do have a question. As far like it seems like DJs and uh, are becoming kind of like the new rock star. <laughs> are you? I mean, it just what what do you think is driving this kind of? Tr- transition of house music and dance music to become so mainstream because i remember when i was a when i was younger and mm-hmm. 17 and got my techniques for my for yeah, christmas yeah, yeah. <laughs> house music then, still got those clayton i don't i sold them immediately <laughs> but house music and dance music was actually an underground thing for sure um i think that the like technology of like making dance music and stuff has a big part of like like there's so many producers who can make an amazing song in like a day, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the like the rock music and stuff 
that stuff became like, oh, we have to get a studio for like this amount of time, all this stuff. And then I think electronic music kind of like flipped the industry on its head and was like, look, I can make a great sounding record on my laptop with all the software that I stole. Right, (laughs) exactly. But then, so when when you're doing a concert, like an actual onstage performance, Mm -hmm. do you feel pressure because you're, I mean, you're there with your laptop. Do you feel like, uh, I gotta do a backflip or something (laughs) and get to like, I mean, I know that people are just kind of, they're they're dancing, it's more about dancing. I thought about that, like, I, I used to feel that way when I started like because it was sort of I used to play in bands as well growing up so the transition felt weird right. but I think that like our generation is just like we grew up with like laptops and video games and all that shit so like you see that on on stage and it's not weird you know yeah like, yeah, yeah people are like, just yeah, used to it now it's like they're on their phones we're on I'm on my laptop yeah everyone's just com- <laughs> comfortably looking at screens so yeah. you don't wear like a marshmallow head <laughs> uh only if I like have a little too many drinks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought about like I gotta get a disguise? Everyone's no, got a I can't, disguise I can't. now. Like, no. what's gonna happen? I think I saw like some new group that wears emojis on their head, and oh. I'm just like, but I'm like, is that any different than a marshmallow? Well, no, I mean, I just don't know. No, I'm like, are you making music or about to rob a bank? I don't know what's happening. You're wearing cool glasses, so like that's your yeah thing, right? And that's your thing. I feel too, like you, it makes them sound like they're really ridiculous, but they're no, they're just quite regular. No, glasses. but they're cool, you know. <laughs> Picture these big like cartoon yeah. size like, sunglasses. Like Elton, Elton John. Yeah, uh, no, they're just but, like turtle show normal yeah. glasses. Uh, Thank you. you can listen to Felix Cartel. You can listen to his new song "Love Me" uh, with lights it's playing now on the station. And I mean, your music has been downloaded over 53 million times. You're doing very well for yourself. You're on a tour right now uh, tonight at the Academy Nightclub. Tomorrow in Portland and so on. You're touring through the entire U.S. for the rest of the summer, right? Yeah. Uh, the More Than Okay tour, and you can follow Felix at where are you at? Are you just at Felix Cartel? Yeah. A-L. On, on Everyone t- writes E-L, but it's A-L. Yes. Cartel. <laughs> not Cartel. Yes. Not the crazy... Yeah, okay. Uh, so on, on Twitter and Instagram, thank you so much for coming in, Felix, and have a fabulous show tonight and uh, an, an interesting show in, in uh, 420 in Portland, too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Uh, we have a few other things we have to get to when we get back. We have to do the gayest news headline of the week and musical theater. So stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Ah, drop the subject continues on the new channel Q coming in your ear holes. Uh, don't dump that. I did, nope. Did you dump it? I've, you didn't. Okay. I was hoping. I meant to ask, ask Felix for free tickets to his show tonight. <laughs> Damn it. Well, he's still right outside. You can chase him down if you want to go. Uh, Yeah, please go see Felix Cartal. He seems like a great guy making amazing music, and uh, he's way cooler than me or Clayton. Uh, Actually, I don't want to speak for you, Clayton. No, I agree. He's cooler than me. He has better glasses. (laughs) He has better better turtle-shaped glasses. Uh, All right. Before we finish today's show, we must get to musical theater. And our friend Twinkie... He uh, makes these for us every week. Some some are better than others, uh, but it's important that the LGBTQ community gets news that is relatable. And, you know, everyone has to ingest the news all week long, especially this week with the Mueller report and everything. Oh, it's so draining. So why not make it fun? Why not put it in musical theater terms? Terms that us LGBTQ plus people can understand. So I believe because of everything that happened in Paris this week, this is from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. (laughs) So without further ado... 
It's a rare, odd choice. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't even think it's the most famous song from Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think it's like a totally random. I think like the jester sings this song, and like <laughs> he's just like anyway, it's crazy in Paris. Uh, so without further ado, here's this week's rendition of musical theater, thanks to Twinkie. Assange kicked out, but where is his cat? Send invites to AOC, then take them back. Pinterest IPO gets valued at somewhere around $12 billion. Everyone is so obsessed with Game of Thrones. Bowser is new president of Nintendo. Someone has proposed marriage to Gypsy Rose in jail. Oh, is that it? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we're on our own. Where the hell did Justin just go? Was that our the... producer just was like, play, I'm out. Was um, that the end of the song? Yeah, I think that was the end of the song. You know what I didn't realize and that Twinkie taught me in that news headline was that, um, did you ever watch Mommy Dead and Dearest? I know what it's about. I did or not the watch act? it. No, but I know what it's about. Okay, Gypsy Munchhausen. Rose. Munchhausen. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, she has Munchausen's by proxy. But she's dead now, but the uh, but Gypsy Rose, the the daughter, the one who murdered her, is currently in prison. And oh, wow. uh, I just learned through Twinkie's song that she got proposed to this week, which is fascinating. I'm always fascinated when people are in prison for a very long time and they find the love of their life. They still ma- manage to find love when they are incarcerated. Yeah, and I literally can't even get a date to go out with on Friday night. <laughs> and you're a free man. Yeah. Um, I do have a request for Twinkie. I want to hear something from Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you hear that, Twinkie? Dear Evan Hansen. That's going to be next week. That'll be your homework. Uh, your homo work. Haha. All right. We also release those on Twitter. If you ever want to send one to a friend, we have all of the ones that he has done. We probably have enough to make an album at this point. So check it out at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. I think I find it hilarious that we brought in Felix Cartal, who is an expert, wonderful music maker, and then we followed it up with Twinkie rambling on about stuff to a Hunchback of Notre Dame song. <laughs> so we run all over the map in this show. Uh, all right, we have to take a break, and when we get back, we will announce the winner of the Gayest News Headline of the Week. We will announce the nominees and the official winner next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject drop the subject on the new channel Q we are wrapping up the show unfortunately it flew by today maybe it's the jack juice or whatever the buckshot <laughs> the buckshot that Clayton and I took at the beginning of the show stuff that is meant for men who have problems in the bedroom yeah. or need a little extra stimulation uh, we split a bottle of that it's been a very interesting uh, ride of ups and downs. I don't think that Felix knew anything, which is good. We slipped it by Felix, which was great. Yeah, you know, but we were we were hyped up while he was here. Yeah, uh, I mean, usually during the commercial breaks, I'm like, ah, and this time I was like, I'm gonna dance to all the music, and uh, felt like I was actually putting myself in a gay bar. It was great. Uh, okay. Before we leave, we must give you the official nominees for this week's Gayest News headline. There have been a lot of very gay headlines this week. Usually, we spend some time pouring through all of the news headlines, gay and otherwise. Some of them just sound gay, but some of them are actually super gay. So we will give you the five gayest ones that we found, and then you decide what the Gayest News headline of the week is. Here we go. Can't wait. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what the hell, Justin? Where's the intro? You talked over it already. 
<laughs> I talked over it. What are you talking about? Guys, don't fight. I'm here, okay? This guy leaves in the middle of our show. And I'm y'all's He turns on the wrong microphones. He doesn't drink the buckshot juice. Yeah, Justin, Jeez. you didn't drink the juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're against us. You didn't <laughs> All right. Headlines. Thank you. Headlines. Headlines here, and not just any old headlines. The gayest of the gay. The lightest of the loafers. The bears. The queens. The tambourines. It's your gayest news headline of the week. You know what I think I am? I think I'm one of those waitresses that's really bad, and then when things don't go well, I blame the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right now. I think you are that person. <laughs> All right. Uh, without further ado, here are this week's nominees for the gayest news headline. Headline number one. Heartbroken woman reunites with her beloved pet deer after two years apart. It's <laughs> not gay. That's bestiality. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, that's a whole different game. That's a whole okay? different game. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty gay. Having a pet deer. Okay. I feel like only a lesbian would have a pet deer and be like, "Oh no, we reunited after two years." Okay. Headline number two. It's moving and it's huge. <laughs> An 18 foot long snake on a roof horrifies Detroit neighborhood. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it's like D in a box, but it's like snake on a roof. <laughs> it's a snake on a roof. It's a snake on a roof. <laughs> Headline number three <laughs> Defeat. It can be a growth pain or a pain in the butt. You choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are these uh, getting you going because of the, the, the juice? The juice, yeah. You said are, you wanted to go home and just <laughs> ransack somebody. <laughs> these are exciting. Uh, all right, headline number four. The Subaru Sambar makes an ideal taco truck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that one seems made up. It's no, so gay. This is a real gay headline. Okay. The Subaru Sambar. Didn't know that that existed. And finally, headline number five. Maybe America's meat doesn't need fecal matter warning labels. <laughs> These are insane today. That is, uh, I think Justin aptly said uh, before we started with this this uh, this week was that that is a contender for gayest news headline of the year. Justin, you redeemed yourself with these headlines. Yes, these are very good. Thank you, Justin. Ginger Justin knows how to deliver in the end. Uh, that's another gay headline for you. Uh, <laughs> All right. Dump. <laughs> Did you say dump? No. All right. What is your opinion? What is the gayest one? I mean, it's got to be Subaru taco truck. What I mean, was it? Yeah, I think it just depends on uh, if you're going gay lady or gay man. Subaru Sambar makes an ideal taco truck is definitely the lesbianist he- headline. What um, was the one about the snake? How did it start? It's moving and it's huge. I think that should just be the headline. <laughs> it's moving and it's huge. <laughs> Clayton drinks bait juice or whatever. <laughs> bait juice. I don't know what it's called anymore. All right. We have tabulated the voting. We've recounted the votes. We've Triple recounted the votes, and the official winner this week for Gayest News Headline is... Oh, man, what an upset. Maybe America's meat doesn't need a fecal matter warning label. Well, congratulations, writer of that headline. I would love to have all the writers of these articles in and be like, what was your inspiration? Do a little inside the headline studio. 
All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Felix Cartel. Anyone who is free tonight in the Los Angeles area, please go see his show. I, I assure you, you will have a wonderful time. And we had a wonderful time. Please have a safe and happy weekend. And because it's 420 weekend and Easter weekend, that just means everyone's eating a lot of candy. So... Have a wonderful time. Thank you, Clayton, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next Friday by day. And I will see all of you on Monday. So bye-bye.